Hi, everyone. I'm Ian Powell. I'm Brian Barletta's editor on the Sounds Profitable podcast. Um, this week, one of our vocal talents, uh, Theo Barletta, did not have his writer met correctly, so he refused to do the voiceover for the show this week. So Brian worked with me on it. I hope I do as good as Theo. Thanks. This article is titled Ad Delivery vs. Downloads and Podcast Ad Tech. Want to rile up a room full of podcasters without asking them what microphone is the best? Ask them if they think there's a difference between ad delivery and download. And then stand back. Lucky for you, there's no need to weigh in on the controversy. This quick primer will better equip you to understand what to count and why it's important for you and your podcast ad campaigns. Special thanks to Claritas for sponsoring this article. Check out their recent The Market Insider podcast and learn how to use current trends such as an industry-specific lift success and CPM comparisons in podcasting to increase advertiser adoption. You can find out more at Claritas.com. Ian, can you say introduction? Brian, I'm a grown man. <sighs> introduction. In- introduction. Introduction. Writing for Sounds Profitable is such an interesting exercise and oh shit, I forgot to explain that. The more we dig into the different aspects of ad tech, the more I realize what we've glossed over on one of the areas that cause the most confusion. Time and time again, the most headaches in the podcast advertising space come from the struggling to separate the reporting on a campaign by downloads or ad delivery. Considering that today podcast hosting platforms can't identify listener activity, you'd think that these two terms would be interchangeable, but they're not, and that leads to a massive amount of confusion. Standardization is important, especially when describing terms, so we're going to stick with the IAB definitions and break them down to be a little bit more digestible. I want to emphasize that I don't think that the IAB certification is the best we can do for the podcast ad tech space, but today, it's what we've got and it's directional enough that even the companies not IAB certified still adhere to many of its goals and guidelines. Ian, what is a download? It's when somebody goes to... oh. Uh, the header, right? Um, What is a download? According to the IAB v2.1 spec, after handling filtering to remove bots and bogus requests, quote, to count as a valid download, the ID3 tag plus enough of the podcast content to play for one minute should have been downloaded. When I discuss prefix analytics, which are specifically tied to podcast downloads, I explain that the ID3 tag is the first part of the file download and provides meta information about an episode, including things like the title, description, and episode artwork. So once we strip out all the non-audio file data, if at least one minute of the content is downloaded by a unique IP plus user agent combination in a 24-hour period, we can count it as an IAB-certified unique download. But you can't say that an ad was delivered. Ian, can you say, what is ad delivered? What is ad delivered? The IAB spec defines ad delivery as, quote, an ad that was delivered as determined by server logs that show either all the bytes of the ad file were sent or the bytes representing the portion of the podcast file containing the ad file were downloaded, end quote. For podcast episodes using baked-in ads, there's no real way to identify which part of the episode is ad content. So in this unfortunate and extremely common case, ad delivered can't actually be counted, and download is used as a substitute for measuring the campaign. But if the podcast is using dynamic ad insertion, then ad delivered is only counted when the hosting platform sends the chunk of the episode that includes the ad to the listener's device. This isn't a listen per se. It simply means that the content on the listener's device includes the ad in it, and it could be listened to even if they stop downloading the rest of the episode. Ian, can you say similarities and differences? Similarities and differences. 
My focus for the section before was specifically around the hosting platforms themselves. Not only do they ultimately receive every request, but they're the ones who send the files back. While there can be differences between how each hosting provider interprets aspects of the IAB certification, they should all be close enough that we can skip the pissing contest of who counts what better. Hosting platforms absolutely should know the different numbers for their downloads and their ad-delivered metrics, because there's no chance that every single IAB-certified download also resulted in an IAB-certified ad-delivered. Internet connections are getting stronger and stronger, and I've shared that playing a podcast for just a few minutes can result in progressively downloading over two hours of content, but it's still not one-to-one, and we shouldn't expect it to be. The IAB standard isn't perfect, but it does make it pretty clear that these two metrics are different. So it really should be a red flag when any partner that's not exclusively doing baked-in ads provides reporting where downloads and ad-delivered metrics match. Where things get interesting is when we add third parties to the mix. Ian, can you say download differences? Download differences. Third-party prefix analytics that focus on downloads, such as Blueberry's podcast statistics, Chartable, Claritas, PodSites, and PodTrack all shared with me that, quote, the first request from the listener's podcast player is often enough to know if it's an actual download, end quote. Now, they're right. The data they gathered from the subsequent requests to identify if the request was a download ultimately won't impact their numbers. But the unique filtering that each of these partners do when compared to the hosting provider's numbers absolutely will result in discrepancies. In ad tech in general, the goal is always to get discrepancy under 5%, but most people don't start freaking out until around 10%. The discrepancy could swing either way, even if both are IAB certified, as the host and third-party analytics provider have their own filtering logic that absolutely won't match the third parties. That discrepancy doesn't really go away if you send raw server logs to each of those partners either, which widens the pool to also include Triton Digital, because the methodology still won't match. On the ad-delivered side, it's still a bit more complicated. Ian, can you say ad-delivery complexity? Ad-delivery complexity. When the hosting platform has determined that they should count an ad delivered, not only do they record that in their platform, but they also fire all third-party ad delivery trackers from the partners like Artside, Chartable, Claritas, LeadsRx, LoopMe, and PodSites. This all happens server-side, so the hosting platform is effectively saying that enough of the episode was sent to the listener's device to include the entire ad. And this is where things get a bit confusing. Hosting platforms, at least those that are DAI-enabled, serve both the episode and the ads that populate it. Logically, every ad delivered can only happen as part of a download. So if a host says, this download is bogus, they still put an ad in the episode file, but they don't count it as ad delivered nor do they fire any third-party tracking. The filtering logic of that specific download also applies to every ad delivered in that download. Part of that filtering logic focuses on uniques, removing duplicate IP plus user agent combinations in a 24-hour period. That could mean multiple people in the same household using the same app or the same person resuming listening to the same podcast multiple times in one day. So it's more than possible in real time for a download to be considered valid by the hosting platform and the ad delivered to be considered valid too, allowing for third-party tracking to be fired. But when the host reviews that 24-hour period, it's likely that the total downloads and ad delivered will be different from the unique downloads and ad delivered. That's completely fine when looking at your hosting platform's reporting if they show total and unique, but it's not possible for third-party tracking pixels to match that unique value unless the specific ad served has 100% share of voice. So make sure you're comparing total ad delivered numbers between host and third party and not including uniques. 
This is one of the main reasons that third-party ad tracking partners and podcasting have been encouraging publishers and advertisers to provide them the raw data for the podcast directly, because ultimately it will provide the closest discrepancy possible between the hosting platform and the third party, while also giving the third party more data to provide attribution for a campaign. If you are using a third-party solution for ad delivery measurement, make sure that the ad delivered number the publisher is providing includes both the total ad delivered and unique ad delivered, as the third party can only really match the former. Ian, can you say downloads mistaken for ad delivery? Downloads mistaken for ad delivery. Sorry, was that was that too much? It's probably too much. Now I get it. This was a lot of really granular detail to make sure you understand the differences between a download and counting ad delivery. But there is a point. You've got to know exactly what you're asking for and confirm that's exactly what you're getting back. Too often, download numbers are conflated with impressions, and that's a problem. There's absolutely nothing wrong with building a campaign off of downloads if there's a valid reason. Baked in ads are one reason. Another is hosting platforms that aren't able to communicate that ad delivery happened to third-party services at the time the ad is sent to the listener. Measuring baked in ad delivery using download counts absolutely makes sense. And it doesn't matter if those downloads are counted by direct publisher numbers, prefix URLs, or sharing raw logs with a third party. But it's important to use the right term, downloads, to prevent any confusion. Most hosting providers that support dynamic ad insertion also support the firing of third-party tracking at the time of ad delivery, but not all of them. This is where the majority of the confusion comes from. Hosting platforms like this may be able to accurately track ad delivery metrics, but the third party only has visibility of downloads. And these two numbers will be different, perhaps quite different, for the reasons I talked about earlier. Ian, can you say wrapping it up? Wrapping it up. The most important thing you can do before starting a campaign is to clarify exactly what numbers you intend to collaboratively report on. Is it on download? Hosts and third-party numbers should be within 10% of each other in either direction, and neither of them are wrong. Is it on ad delivered? Publishers and hosts should get more comfortable providing raw logs for the entire podcast to third parties so they can accurately capture the whole picture. If not, the publisher should focus on providing both total ad delivered and unique ad delivered numbers for discrepancy comparison. But please, if you've learned anything from Sounds Profitable, do not try to compare downloads to ad delivery. It's like comparing apples to Spotify. So I might have made up the whole thing about Theo having a writer. Um, Here's Brian with the real explanation for what's going on with Theo this week. Before we kick this week's episode off, I wanted to apologize. My son is amazing. He is also a toddler, and he is actively potty training so he can go to zoo school. That's right. There's a school at the zoo nearby, and he's so excited for it. But that means that he has no attention span to sit down with me this week, and I probably could have named the sections a little bit more toddler-friendly. So to keep with the routine and take advantage of probably one of the most underutilized parts of Sounds Profitable, which is Mr. Ian Powell, our editor, Ian's decided to sub in for Theo, and I'm really excited to have him on board. Thanks for listening to this narration of the Sounds Profitable article written by me, Brian Barletta. Thanks again to Claritas for sponsoring this episode. Check out their recent The Marketing Insider podcast and learn how to use current trends such as an industry-specific lift success and CPM comparisons in podcasting to increase advertiser adoption. You can find out more at Claritas.com. Special thanks to Ian Powell for engineering this episode. And thank you for following this premium feed of Sounds Profitable provided by Supercast. And as you probably know, you can always visit soundsprofitable.com. And as you probably know, you can always visit soundsprofitable.com for more articles like this, our product deep dive series, 
and the official Sounds Profitable podcast. Thanks again for listening. 